Before we begin, just one housekeeping thing. I usually post my podcasts on Fridays, but looking at the metrics, you all seem to listen the most Monday through Thursdays. So I will be uploading this podcast one of these days to see what sticks. And with that, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Just Jazz Podcast. It's Personal Narrative Week. For those of you who are new, this means that I upload a 10 to 20 minute personal episode, which is an intimate conversation between the audience and myself, followed by a 30 to 40 minute episode the next week where I have guests that have faced adversity in their lives and are successful despite the odds. Those episodes air the week after my personal narrative. In short, one week I feature a guest and the next week it's just myself. I hope that makes sense. But today, you got me. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, so, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have been voted president-elect and vice president, respectively. And I am extremely happy. In fact, I have been dancing ever since Saturday when we find out. And for those of you that know me personally, know that I really don't like dancing. I have nothing against it. I'm just extremely awkward, and I become immediately embarrassed once I start. And look, I know having them as president and vice president won't solve everything. The United States has a lot of work to do. But at least we have people that give a damn. The past four years have been a nightmare for America as a whole, even before COVID. In fact, Dave Chappelle summed up the last four years in his 16-minute monologue on SNL that aired this past weekend. (laughs) You guys remember what life was like before COVID? I do. It's a mass shooting every week. Anyone remember that? Thank God for COVID. Something had to lock these murderous whites up and keep them in the house. <laughs> I will leave the YouTube link in the show notes. I highly recommend you listen to it in its entirety. Not only is it hilarious, he speaks so many troops. It has been a week since the election and about two to three days since Biden and Harris have been elected. And ever since that day, I wake up each morning feeling hopeful. For example, the other day, on my way to work, people were super friendly. As I was crossing the street, there was a truck driver that leaned his head out his window just to say hi to me. Don't know the guy. He didn't know me. Everything just felt fresh, and it made me 
feel good. However, I am not naive. Biden and Harris are not perfect. They're not our saviors. And Trump is not going away, even after he's thrown out of the White House. Yes, I say thrown because I have a feeling that the Secret Service are going to have to physically drag him out of the White House. The scary thing is, he still has 70 days to fuck this nation before Biden's inauguration on January 20th. Even as I type the script for this podcast, he has filed 10 different lawsuits regarding voter fraud. By the way, he's owing 10. His head GSA administrator, Emily Murphy, has yet to begin the transition of power. Trump has fired his secretary of defense and a slew of other people in the past three, four days. There is buzz of Trump actually thinking about continuing to hold rallies to ease his fragile ego during this pandemic. I'm not quite sure the number, but we have had several days of new cases of COVID in the United States, around 100,000 plus. In fact, I just read this morning that Texas is the first state to reach a million positive cases since the start of this alone. Mike Pence, who is the head of the COVID task force, has decided to take a vacation in Florida. Three to four other people in Trump's cabinet have tested positive for COVID, including Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows is the same guy that said we need to live with this virus and just focus on a vaccine. And on top of all of this, Ben Carson, who is a doctor, tested positive for COVID the other day. I know for a fact that there is so much more that Trump has done that I haven't mentioned, but I can't keep up. We need to get this guy out of office now, before January 20th. I know it's not possible but I just wish he would leave. He will take his remaining days in office and try his best to burn our nation. He is one of those people that has to drag everyone down in the cesspool with him because he's miserable. And the people backing his nonsense, like Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Mike Pence, and Mike Pompeo are worse than Trump because they are allowing him to continue with these frivolous actions instead of telling him to concede. Just listen to this clip from Secretary of State Mike Pompeo during a press conference yesterday. Uh, is the State Department currently preparing to engage with the Biden transition team? And if not, at what point does a delay hamper a smooth transition or pose a risk to national security? There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. Are you fucking kidding me? His job is to deal with the U.S. and foreign affairs. That is the definition of Secretary of State.
Pompeo had no business saying what he said yesterday, but they are in a Trump cult, so I'm not surprised. I have a final note about everything that I've mentioned in this episode, but let's take a quick break from listening to me to a commercial from me. This podcast is sponsored by AudibleBooks.com. Do you love to read but can't find the time? Or are you like me, who struggles to see the words on the page after five minutes of reading? If so, try Audible for 30 days on me, plus a free book. Audible has thousands of titles to choose from. They also have podcasts and storytelling. If this is appealing to you, use my promo code JazzBrown. That's www.audibletrial.com slash J-A-Z-B-R-O-W-N. Enjoy! If you've been keeping up with the news, you know what's at stake. Not only do we have to worry about what Trump will do in his final days, we also need to pay attention to the state of Georgia. There are two runoff elections for Senate seats. Democratic hopeful John Ossoff and Raphael Warnick. If both candidates win their election on January 5th, there will be a 50-50 tie amongst Democrats and Republicans in the Senate, and Kamala Harris would be the tiebreaker. That way, Democrats have control of the House and Senate. More importantly, it means we get rid of Mitch McConnell. He's not going anywhere. He'll still be a senator, but he won't be the leader. And I think a lot of bills will be passed if he is no longer the majority leader. And if you don't know why... Everything I've mentioned in this podcast is so important. I implore you to do the research. I have left a few links in the show notes to help get you started on your research. One of the links is explaining what's happening in Georgia with the runoff elections. Another is discussing issues with Donald Trump refusing to concede and how dangerous that is. And the last link is to donate, if you can, money to voter suppression and ensure that John Ossoff and Raphael Warnick win the Senate seats in the state of Georgia. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I know it was political heavy, but I do not care. There is a lot at stake right now, and we can't afford to be lazy. We cannot afford to take our foot off the gas. We need to pay attention to everything. The next 70 days are so, so important, and I cannot stress that enough. Shout out to Stacey Abrams for doing everything she has done to get Georgia to go from red to blue just as an African woman woman as myself it is extremely inspirational to see everything she has accomplished and with that wear your mask be smart try not to travel for Thanksgiving if you can consider 
a Thanksgiving Zoom. I think that's better. Instead of traveling, it will help combat the spread of COVID. Thanks for listening. God bless. And again, wear your masks. It is not that hard. Thank you.